And what the hell is going on, you guys? This is Shakita Slater, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, a.k.a. Morticia Adams, a.k.a. Sabrina Spellman. You know, all that good stuff. Okay, so tonight, I'm gonna go ahead and talk Underworld and Underworld Evolution. Uh, honestly, this is my favorite movie franchise Aside from Saw, Chucky, Hellraiser, um, Jeepers Creepers, I think like the one, like the first and second one, uh, Sleepaway Camp just made its way onto that list, uh, but more likely, uh, I have a thing for vampires and I have a huge heart on for Kate Beckinsale, and we also got to talk about her role as Celine in this franchise i thought she did a kick-ass job honestly and uh she just she was like full out with this character honestly and she she's just amazing uh but let's just go ahead and talk underworld and underworld evolution my review and my own little words one at the beginning of underworld Celine and I'm assuming Nathaniel or Rigel and was at the top of the uh, buildings, you know, keeping some scope, 360 no scope out for why the Lycans are looking for a specific person, Michael. And they catch Ray's and this other guy following behind him as Michael's going down to this. Okay, listen, yo, they had a full out shootout at the subway in full view of the public um really <laughs> oh what <laughs> and, and after watching this movie repeatedly it's still funny it still holds up and that scene will forever throw it for me uh people got shot this one woman got shot and I'm glad no one has made this public on the news. Like, oh, hey, there's a shootout. <laughs> so Celine and Rays are having a shootout. Nathaniel and Rigel are just basically battling it out. And, you know, you know, vampires, wolves, you know, the battle continues. And if you don't, know how the battle with the vampires and lichens started i suggest you kind of do look at this movie and then look at uh underworld rise of the lichens so they you know after the shootout celine's going after this one guy who's been shot too many times and, you know he's bleeding out uh it stopped him from changing uh Ray's is fighting another one, I'm assuming, again, Nathaniel. He, he's gone, too. Like, Rigel is dead, and Nathaniel... <laughs> like, I shoot back to the house. Talking about... Nath Rigel is dead, and Nathaniel could still be out there. And I'm like, the whole time, like, nah, be he gone, too. He dead. He dead, dead. Deader than dead. Like, he out. Like, he gone. Oh, why? <laughs> uh, my mutuals you would know uh, the scene I'm talking about after the shootout and you know Celine again is still chasing old boy 
down into like the underground part where she's hearing lichens go on and they have a shootout which really wasn't a shootout like she caught him after he missed like how the fuck you missed that like the whole time like how y'all missed that and people forget that vampires have like a really good keen eye like a hawk's eye view to 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 catch people and Celine caught old boy like 0.5 seconds like that was just crazy to me okay but in a, in a sense after Celine hears a whole bunch of lichens in the underground part she had to run back to the house where she's the only one back you see the coven looking at her like oh hey she's back what news here and like she reports it back to the other the death dealers and craven his assholiness comes downstairs and basically questions celine oh so you pretty much didn't see anything down there from what you were you know out and about there okay if she didn't see shit like come on and then celine got upset obviously and erica's like oh yeah i would never treat you like that you're sucking his dick and he don't even want you you're just by him he wants celine and i'm like craven honestly was the simp of this movie i'm sorry he was the biggest simp he had a hard on for celine why did i call her celine <laughs> edit that out so you know craven the whole time through i did I somewhat liked his character and I somewhat did not like his character because one, yeah, I like the fact that he's keeping everything intact at the coven. Bad thing is I don't like how he went about it. I don't like how he kind of lied and basically hid it from everyone that, oh, hey, I killed Lucian. He's dead. No, he's not. You kept that secret from everybody. Celine had to find out for herself even before she went and woke Victor up. That was my thing with it. So Celine finds Michael's apartment and she wasn't going to stop until she found old boy. So once she got a hold of him at his apartment, well, she, well he wasn't there. He was like kind of walking out and about like, oh, help this woman because, you know, he was at the hospital. <clears throat> helping the woman there, you know, his friend Adam, cutie, was telling him, like, you know, take, take the rest of the night off. You know, you good. You've seen too much. You know, take the rest of the night off. I'm like, okay, cool, but shit. You pay for this anyway. Fuck it. Uh, Michael goes home. Celine is pretty much there. And we're going to talk about Michael cutting to michael's part here michael again he was just a human he didn't know what was going on he wasn't aware of what was going on until after the fact that in the hallway they were trying to get away from all the lichens that were coming after him and when he got on the elevator he was the only one on the elevator and you know celine missed her shot getting at him and you know she had to really shoot out the whole floor which i thought that was another cool thing with this movie as well that she shot out the whole floor and then when michael kind of like when the elevator opens up hey there's lucian 
right there in front of him. And then he bites him and takes his blood, you know. And this comes a couple scenes after the fact that Ray's carried old boy back into the lab. And this evil scientist guy whom, if you don't know, <laughs> I actually pictured him as the crazy scientist guy from Alvin and Chipmunk uh, meets Frankenstein. And the crazy scientist there. And I was like, I had to do a little comparison and you could somewhat see the similarities there. And I was like, so bad. Uh, and also, so, you know, he's testing out the blood. <clears throat> like, this was before Lucian went to go get Michael. This is before. So we're at the scene where evil scientists testing out, like, subjects that's hung up like by their like by their wrists and he's getting the blood sample from them and like yes descendants of alexander corvinus like come on bro he had like three fucking kids fuck is wrong with y'all so three basically took his blood you know marcus bat william wolf Michael, regular human, wanted to walk the streets of all eternity, like let the man walk. But anywho, and then we're gonna cut back to the scene where Lucian bit Michael basically on the neck, shoulder part, like not too far off from the neck, but kind of right there on the shoulder blade, so you could see where he was chewing him out. So Sleeve shot him, and either way, Lucian still got the blood he did what no one else could have done he was like you know what if y'all can't get this done i can go do it myself so that's basically that's what he did he went to go get the blood himself runs it back here back to the lab they do this comparison and the, the blood matches the blood adds up like oh yep it's him it's that crazy motherfucker all right cool so sling grabs him He's unconscious. Like, he, he can't do shit. They get into this little car. They're trying to outrun Lucian. But I'm like, yo, come the fuck. How y'all gonna outrun him? Like, and y'all in a car. And this man, like, ran like he was Speedy Gonzalez the whole time. Caught up to the car. Thinking he Wolverine because the thing's popping out his arm. Like, she... He tries to stab Celine, and he missed like twice. He caught her a third time, and hit her shoulder. So you know, he gets knocked off the car, and you know, yeah, he gets knocked off the car, and he successfully did what he needed to do. So he got the blood of Michael, took it back to the crazy lab with the crazy scientist. Oh, cool, cool. Selene is still driving. She's bleeding out. Michael's trying to help her. And she pulled a gun out of this guy. Like, shit. I'm trying to save you. You pulling a gun out on me? What the fuck did I do? You don't cause all this motherfucking problems, Michael. Come on. Like, stop. So she's unconscious. Basically, the car tips over, hits the water. And he's trying to help her out. Like, you know, Selene's out. 
Sorry, my nose has been stuffy for the past couple days. And my throat's kind of hurting too, so... And please, don't think what y'all are thinking. Look, I had a strep throat for about three days. And I had some soup. And I had a popsicle. I just basically ate as much as I could. Alright, so we're going to cut here. Michael saves Celine, gets her on shore. The, the cut healed itself. He can't do shit. He's unconscious. He's, like, tired. She wakes up. He's out, and she had to take him back to the house where you feel like, oh my god, hey, you're taking a human who got bit by a lichen back to the coven full of fucking vampires. So what you thought was gonna happen. So what you thought was gonna happen. All right, awesome. Erica comes in. It's like, oh, the house has been buzzing about your new pet. Okay, fine. What business is this of yours? I done saved a life because he done saved mine. Fuck is wrong with y'all. And, and... Okay, Erica's character was just there because she was a simp for Craven, but Craven was a simp for Celine, and Celine was a simp for Michael. Like, Ao, like, were you her friend or something? Like, what's your point there? And it it it's just like to the point, like Craven gets upset. I don't know why he's upset, but you know, shit, fuck that. So he didn't like it too much. They have that conversation in a whole nother room. And the other part of the fucking house, he's mad that she walked out while there was a count, like there was a meeting going on, like the party at the other half at the beginning of the movie. There was a party that Celine never showed for because she's looking for him. Because she's looking for Michael. Another thing that, you know, Erica's there in the room just looking at Michael, like, oh, hey, cool, he, he's, he's great, you know, she's examining the guy, stop that, she's examining him, and she notices this, like, the bite mark on his shoulder blade, and he wakes up, she freaks out, she's on the ceiling, and, you know, she's hissing at him, and unaware what to do, because she was in attack mode, the whole time. Selim comes in, she sees that Michael's gone, and then Craven comes in, he gets upset because Michael left, he's mad, he's telling Erica to leave, he gets to Selim's face, he slaps her, she's pissed, she's in the shooting range, and shoot, shooting out the poor statue, like, goddamn, like, okay, Again, but Craven's character for the simple fact that one, he ain't shit again. He ain't shit. He's mad because, in a sense, Celine can and could possibly whoop his ass, but we don't really get to see him in like a fighting mode. He was like always like working with guns and shit. But, um, it got to the point where 
Okay, y'all are like linking my fucking thing so much like um to that point of no avail. Okay, cool. Celine's upset still because you know, after Craven slapped her, I was like, you bitch. She's again upset. She doing the impossible. She had it up to here with Craven to that point where she went to go wake up Victor. That's how you know she was fed up at the time. You know you fucked up if she had to go and wake up this motherfucker who wasn't even supposed to be awake. And we're going to speak on the chamber thing too. The theory that uh, one of my mutuals on TikTok pointed out because I was... I did a little TikTok about the the movie in itself. It's like a funny video, but disregard that. Uh, the chamber where Victor and Marcus is, and like I think if people were asking, oh, who's that third chamber for? I'm thinking that the third chamber. It's not because I was thinking it. It was like I just kind of thought of it. The third chamber. The third little co like coven chamber thing was Amelia's because even though Amelia is on the council, sort of, kind of, I think after the fact that once they woke up Marcus, it was Amelia's time to rest. That's my theory with it. I think it was her time to rest once they woke Marcus up. That plan got fucked up in itself. Because, you know, Amelia was in, like, this full dress and shit. Like, okay, hey, she looked like she was ready to wake up. Like, she did not wake up, but she was, looked like she was about to go rest in her coffin. No, so that plan got fucked up because Craven's men went to shoot, had a little massacre on the train bled Amelia dry and killed everybody that was on the council because to keep from Marcus from waking up to keep Marcus from waking up they had to take out the people who were strong enough to get him up so Craven did a smart thing to prevent that bullshit from happening, you gotta settle something else. You gotta settle the score with Amelia and the councils, because, you know, again, they were gonna wake Marcus up. And I don't think Craven liked that, because Marcus was the first ever, like, bat, va like, vampire who were stronger than I'm assumingly thinking stronger than anybody that came into contact with them. So Sling goes into the chamber, you know, she enters the chamber, she wakes Victor up, you know, gets him out of his little chamber thing, hooks up all these blood bags and tubes, you know, offer, you know, put her blood into the little vial thing into where you know vampires ingest the blood and get it in their system and boom they're up okay cool that's so cool though i want i want that i, I really want that but i'm not a vampire so you know 
And so, and you know, once he got up, Michael comes back to the house looking for Celine. Craven gets mad. Celine coming out, and he was like, Oh, is this Michael? Is this him? And you know, Celine comes out. Craven's talking about, like, if you go out there, you will never step foot back in this house again. And she talking about now that Victor's awake. We'll see what he has to say about that. Everybody was hot mad. I'm talking mad as hell. Craven goes into the chamber. Erica's following him and she was telling him that I I should have told you that she, you know, she wouldn't listen and all that crap. And he was like, told me what? And like, yeah, her human is like him. Hmm? And then he's like yelling at her, like, what? And then he heard Victor's voice. Craven did not like that very much. And then Victor's coming out. You could see the shock on Erica's face as he was coming out. And then Vic Craven turns around and sees him coming and sit down in the chair. I'm like, hey, yo, what is this? I'm like, hey, what's good, OG? What the fuck is going on? So Victor is awake, hooked up to some tubes and a bag, a couple of bags and some tubes. He's not very happy that he got woken up a cent a full century ahead of schedule. He was not happy about that at all. Alright, sorry about that, guys. Uh, I need to go look at that video with Fred and check that out. Yeah, so Victor's up a century ahead of schedule. He didn't like that too much. He was pissed. He was, like, pissed because he wanted Craven. Not only did he want Craven to wake up Marcus, he couldn't do that. Uh, Craven could do that and he wouldn't do it because, you know, Amelia and the council were going to be here to wake Marcus up. You were woken up a full century ahead of schedule. Mark Victor looked at him like, bitch, what? A full century? Meaning I'm up out of my good sleep because this coven couldn't act right? Like, what the fuck's going on? Because of some vendetta you got with Celine and what Celine got with you and some Michael coming around? What the fuck is going on with my people? So, Celine takes him, Michael, to, like, uh, this building in this room where they examine lichens. That scared me. I'm so sorry. It scared the fuck out of me. A case in point, people were coming up, shooting, and everything. So my, my thing with this part of the movie is how they were shooting at the door. Okay, great. But when Celine was shooting at the door, everybody was getting tagged. Like, everybody was bleeding. Even a crazy scientist guy was there. Like, what is really going on? So, like, it, it it's crazy how it all turned out. So, Michael 
dips out the window. He gets caught by Pierce and Taylor. That, you know, two lichens that you got to see at the beginning of the movie who were fighting in the subway. So they got caught by Pierce and Taylor. And in a cop car, Michael is trying his hardest not to transform to, yeah, right, do this whole transition from, like, human to lichen, because he, like, since he got to fight Lucian, it was already kind of setting in. And Celine was looking for him. He got caught. She grabs this little crazy scientist guy, runs him back to... But this was after... Couple scenes after... You know, Celine and Victor had that little meetup. Victor was not pleased at all with Celine. Not at the fact that one, you woke him up a full century ahead of schedule. He was kind of upset as well as the fact that you brought this Michael into this coven not knowing the danger you kind of put everybody else in and he basically questions Celine you know about where her loyalty lies pretty much like is it with this coven and it's kind of but you gotta understand too that Victor pretty much raised her he pretty much raised her you know because Celine and Sonia look kind of identical and you'll get to hear that little backstory <clears throat> with Craven and Michael after that, that little visitation. But the thing about it was, y'all, it was crazy. And Amelia and the council on a train. Craven's team, you see Soren out there having issues shooting everybody on the train to keep them from waking Marcus up and then when that happened when yeah when that happened god damn you know it, it was a whole mess it was, it was, I'm not even gonna cap it was a whole mess and, and to make it short and then you had this other death dealer team go examine what's been going on why is it Amelia in a council room to the house so you have this other guy and his team to go do a search and see what's going on so when they got there everybody was laid the fuck out everybody was laid the fuck out they even bled Amelia dry. Because Amelia, in a sense, had basically all the common knowledge of what went down. So Amelia had everything. Like, she knew everything. Because Amelia lived to see it all. So she was pretty much dead. They couldn't put her in her coffin because she was dead already. Oh my god, it was a whole mess. A whole mess. And then Victor's ready. Full on. Resurrected. Regenerated. Because you, know, you got blood in the system. And. 
he's trying to figure out what's been going on. Like, I need, I need to know what's up with this Michael dude. The shit hell. And no proof on that whatsoever. And then he got wind of Amelia dying in the council. So he was upset. He was hurt. Because uh, that was pretty much, I think, that, like, that was his right-hand woman in battles and shit. I, I believe so. You get to this part where he was kind of questioning, like, yeah, I, I'm gonna need some evidence on what's, I, I need some proof, because this ain't gonna work. I'm fully regenerated, I am fully aware, and I'm ready to murk some people tonight. Oh, Celine drags old boy in. And I shit you not, this is too funny to me. I want you to tell them exactly what you told me. This man looked up at her and it's like, I ain't telling them shit. And she had the pressure points on the shoulder blade. Like, she had pressure on him. And she had to squeeze it. He, like, get him to budge. Like, ah! It's fucking hilarious to me. <clears throat> oh my gosh. And, and, and once all of that got out, once all of that got out, Craven dipped so quick after every, like, all the news had got out. Like, yo. All you saw was the door opening and closing and Craven not there because he had got caught. Because Victor knew right then that Lucian was alive. Alive and walking the streets while he was sleeping. After being told by the person you left in charge that he was, you know, that he had killed him. So Craven dipped out of there. And everything, so you know, it, it's just hot mess all around. Hot mess all around. I hate it here. I hate it for my people. <clears throat> oh my gosh. And it's just, you know, a, a whole mess. So Victor's ready for battle, he's ready to merc someone. When they get to where they're going, they're having this all-out war. Uh, Celine's gonna go grab Michael. That, that in itself is just sucking because he's trapped. Because, you know, Lucy got him. And, you know, they have this little story time. Because he was in love with her. Like, his, like, and the thing about it was Victor burned his own daughter alive because she was in love with him. So, Lucian had that whole vendetta against Michael. Not Michael, but had the whole vendetta against Victor for the longest. Ever since he was the pet in that coven. That's where he met Reese in a Rise of the Lycans. But we're not going to talk about that right now. Because we're going to go to Evolution. And Evolution kind of did more of a fill-in. I'm not sure if it did more of a fill-in. I think for me, it did more of a fill-in because with Celine's like, backstory. Like, you got to see her childhood life. And where they buried William. 
we don't get on that too, because I thought that whole scene was wild. And, uh, <laughs> and what bothered me was more than that, I'm like, okay, great. Michael and Lucian are having, like, this little heartfelt moment, and it's like, oh, so that's what started the war, because Michael was feeling the flashbacks from Lucian's blood, like, what he dealt with. So, and the necklace that got ripped off of Sonia's burnt body, that's the necklace Lucian has on right now. It was a heartfelt moment until the battle here comes up, and then that got ruined. And, you know, Craven scared shitless because Victor is fully regenerated, and Lucian was like, had you done your job correctly, he would still be in hibernation, but you fucking up around here. Lucian wanted shit done and out the way. That was it. That was it. And then we're gonna come down to the whole shootout between the vampires and lichens, and then that shit happened. Soren and Ray's having it out. He got tired. And to that point, Soren and Ray's had a built-up tension, like, during the movie, when Lucian and Craven had their, uh, meet-up outside in the car. And you can see the tension between Soren and Ray's outside in the rain. And then when they, when that, when they had that next encounter, it was, like, it was all hands. It was, that was it. Like, I'm gonna mur- like, I'm gonna fuck you up. And then Soren comes out with these little whip chains thingies. And Ray's had turned into a full lichen, and I was like, yeah, Soren's gone. He's as good as dead. So the battle's still going on. Celine looking for Michael. Michael and Celine are leaving. Ray's is somewhere fighting Soren, killing him at best. And, uh, what else? Okay, I'm sorry, it's been, like, repeatedly since I've watched this movie. I'm so, like, these are some little points that I'm, like, doing. A little mini-ass review. A trashy mini-review of this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so again, the battle's still going on. Craven catches Michael and Celine. and just like, oh, like, what the hell? So, you know, that whole misdemeanor's coming. He's about to shoot, kill, not even shoot, kill Celine. Because, like, Craven wanted Celine by his side, and she's like, nah, I'm not going with you. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, because, one, like, once vampires are infatuated or set their eyes on protecting somebody, yeah, they start to develop, like, this little, like, little bond. Like, a sire bond to this person that they're currently protecting. So, Craven didn't like that too much. Lucian had to stop him and stab him <clears throat> in his leg with his weapon that he had stabbed Celine with in, like, the other beginning part of the movie the beginning half of the movie. And so, you know, Lucian's telling 
actually, no, recap that. Celine's going over there to bite Michael because she didn't know what to do. And Lucian was telling her to bite him. So, and she bites him. And you know, magic happens. Craven didn't like that too much. So, you know, Lucian's finally getting ready to die. Uh, this is his death here. And Craven shoots him, and then he's like fully dead. Like, that's it. So, Celine's still biting Michael. And Victor comes and rips her off of him. And pretty much throws. Michael throws Michael out the the room into the little water creek there at the bottom. And he's looking and Victor's looking for Craven and Craven's not there and Celine hearing all this crap like that's been going on. Like you murdered my family, bro. How did you do that? You burned your daughter alive for falling in love with a wolf yo like bro please shit <clears throat> and victor rips the necklace off of lucian that he ripped off of sonia like during the flashbacks and victor talking about i loved my daughter but the damn abomination that was growing inside of her was a betrayal of me and of the coven he didn't like that too much and then he cuts into michael doing a little transformation at the bottom <clears throat> in the water getting ready to turn into a full-blown hybrid and you know victor you know doing what he always does best you know being the dictator that he is um, you know, he getting Michael comes up, he's getting ready to fight Celine, like not Michael fighting Celine, but Victor fighting Celine. So, you know, when Michael gets up into a full blown hybrid, he's fighting Victor. Well, he's getting ready to fight Victor and you know knocks him down so you know victor and michael are having this little fight going on celine tries to get into the midst of it uh you know crave no uh, victor knocks her out and you see the other death dealers shooting at uh michael he doesn't know what to do so celine had to stop them from doing anything and again victor yeah this was the part Victor had knocked her out. <clears throat> I did notes on these, guys. Don't judge. I did notes on these. Uh, yeah, Victor catches her with a right hook. Knocks her out for a minute. Victor and Michael are fighting. So it's like hybrid versus vampire. He's like, it was going good for a minute. Until Celine grabbed that sword, and then you have more, you know, Victor getting ready to kill. And so when he was getting ready to kill, Celine grabs the sword, and she just basically slat, like sliced his face. Like she got a good, clean, like hit with it. And Victor, 
and Selena have like this little stare down and cut part to Selena holding the sword with blood on it and then you look at Victor and then you see the line where she cut on his face that just falls off and he's dead so Michael and Celine are basically together all the lichens back the fuck up because they were like yeah we don't want them problems with y'all I see y'all built different so we going back up because you see all the lichens backing up and they're off doing whatever the fuck they want to do <clears throat> And so Victor's dead. Craven's going back to the house. Um, so basically no one's safe at this point. Because then you're going to cut scene to the part. And we're getting onto that movie now. Cut scene to the part where the dead science guy is laying out in his blood. And then most of his blood seeped over to Marcus's chamber and it was just pouring down in the I'm talking like a puddle of it was just pouring down and so Michael Marcus is up <clears throat> Marcus is awake and you know that's causing problems in itself and then we're going to shoot over to Underworld Evolution because this one's going to be also short too <clears throat> I did like 40, 39 minutes on this for the review for Underworld because the movie was like really good on us. Okay, so Underworld Evolution, we're going to cut this down as well. Uh, Michael is stupid. This is Underworld Evolution. Michael is fucking stupid. And we're going to get on to that in a minute. Craven was fucking stupid. Everybody that went back to the the chamber and <clears throat> Craven telling everybody to yeah open up Marcus's chamber, wake his ass up, yeah wake his ass up so he can do with Celine. No, I ain't handling this shit. So when they open Marcus's chamber, Marcus ain't in it. He's not in it. So he's trying to come up from the the part in the um come up off the floor so Marcus is alive and well full on like that the strongest of everybody <clears throat> he, he's killing people in the room he gets hold of Craven and then he was like, yeah, so where, yeah, well, so, uh, what's good? Where's Selena? Yeah, I need to know where she at. You know, cause she, I'm hearing she's causing some ruckus in the, in the covens, you know, shit. Marcus kills Craven in the room, burns the house. You know, <clears throat> And goes off to look for Celine and Michael. Alright. Celine and Michael are off. Trying to be like, oh hey, let's go back to the house. You know, they ain't gonna do shit to you. I'm like, if I could argue my case, they'll forgive me. Psst. 
You done killed an elder. How the fuck? Are they gonna forgive that? Okay. Yo, no. The thing with Celine in this movie was, and no people, I did not cut the part from the beginning half of Marcus and Victor having that little debacle about what they should do with William. Because Marcus was being a brother. In Marcus's retrospect, he was being a brother. In Victor's retrospect, Victor didn't like lichens at all since his daughter was breeding with one and was in love with one. So Victor's kind of hot mad at the time. <clears throat> and uh, so, you know, they had to put William somewhere so he didn't cause any more destruction. And Marcus went along with it. So that was his death sentence. He had to be chained up, locked up, away from Marcus for all times. Away from his own brother. And that kind of killed Marcus. So I think because of that, Marcus and Victor had that little falling out over that whole mess. So, yeah. So we're going to cut here. Marcus looking for Celine, and eventually finds her. After the fact that, again, Will, um, Michael was being dumb in this movie. Like, you need to feed. You need to drink blood. Michael, you're unique. You're a hybrid. There's never been one before. The fuck? He's being hard-headed. It's hell. He doesn't want the blood. God forbid. <clears throat> Celine trying to give it to him. And he's like, no, I don't want it. I can eat regular food. It's not going to affect me. Well, let's cut down to that part, too. He goes to this little pub. Everybody's looking at him. And he wants some food thinking they're in Russia at this point. So he wants food and he gets food. Alright, cool. He's not drinking the blood that Celine gave him. He needed he needed to prove a point for some dumb shitty reason. A dumb point at that. So he eats the human food. It's messing with him badly it really messed him up horribly to the point where he's hurling it up and then people are, are looking on the tv like this is a guy that needs to be brought in and the the officers are there he's like yeah are yeah that that's him that's him and then michael's like get away from me he's puking up the food still Time and you know he's running out of the the thing, and the the cops are trying to catch him down. They're shooting him, meaning he couldn't do anything because <clears throat> he doesn't have any blood in his system because he ingested like human food, like regular human food. So he couldn't really do much at the time. He couldn't do much at the time, so he was being very slow, and he couldn't move as fast. So Celine hears all the gunshots. She's going down to see what the commotion is. 
Mm, she's killing the police people because she saw Marcus flying above her. And she's trying to get away from all of that. So she hears the gunshots that were aimed at William, Michael. She goes to see what's going on there. Goes to see Michael needed to eat. Celine offers her his, you know, offers her her blood to him. So, she, you know, he, he gets her blood. You know, mm, so, oh, so satisfying. Mm, yummy. And then they have to leave again because Marcus was flying over the the trees and shit. So Celine dodges him only to be caught up to only to be caught up by him. M Marcus is looking at Celine like, so you the bitch that's been causing all kinds of shit. Like, look, it won me, okay. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Alright, it won me, yo. Talking about, yeah, you, you, you killed Victor, but he deserved his fate. The fuck? And then Marcus, like, Celine, like, oh yeah, he, he earned that shit many times over. And I'm like, by whose hands? Because you weren't going to do shit. And easily Marcus could have killed Victor, even if he wanted to. There's that thing called restraint because he would have never know where his brother was buried at, where he was chained up at. He would have never known that. So case in point, Celine's trying to leave. She shoots Marcus trying to get away from him, her and Michael. You know, they find this truck. They get in this truck. <clears throat> Why the fuck would you even try and go up against an elder? Another one at this point. You already took out one. The fuck was you going to do against this one who's been sleeping for a good minute and it was time to wake up? Marcus caught wind of everything and said, you know what, I need to put a stop to this now. But he couldn't really kill Celine without getting her blood. Because basically, if you look at it now, Celine was the key by blood. And what I mean by that is Celine's has seen what has happened when her family was still alive. She has seen what went down like all those times over. So where William is buried now was in that same like little spot that was basically like there but it was like buried behind a wall. Um that you basically see in Celine's, in Celine's little flashbacks. So, you know, Marcus you know, gets a hold of that, but still. <clears throat> and we're going to go over to the part where, okay, they dodge Marcus for a good minute. You know, they have to bruise his wings for a hot second. So once they bruise his wings, they have to go. 
because Celine couldn't deal with sunlight and daytime was already coming up. So the moment daytime got here, uh, Celine was already burning a little bit. So they had to go find somewhere darker in a more closed off space. <clears throat> so once they found that space, this little tool shed or something, well, uh, Mark, uh, yeah, Michael had to, you know, tear up paint buckets, throw the paint on the windows, make it seem like, okay, it's a dark enough spot and Selene is safe. She can come in and they had to go in another room where it was safer, you know? Yeah. And that massive sex scene happened like, yo, yeah, this movie came out in 2006. 2004? No, Underworld came out in 2004. Evolution came out in 2006, if I'm correct. So I was about 16 when I saw this. When I saw this movie, I was a teenager, but still. So, you know, the, the sex scene happened. It was a really pretty hot sex scene. I'm never getting those again. <clears throat> But like I said uh, before, and Kate Beckinsale to me is a it was an amazing actress in this Underworld franchise. Just like Mila Jovovich, if I said her name correctly, uh, like her in the Resident Evil series, like killed it the whole time through. Oh, and uh, I think Tobin Bell of Saw, the franchise itself, and Robert Englund with Nightmare on Elm Street, and then you got Old Boy that did Jason, and you got Ghostface, pretty much, uh, you got Chucky, uh, the guy with Jeepers Creepers, you got Pumpkinhead, you have... So many people that, oh yeah, Hugh Jackman with Wolverine, Logan, uh, Robert Downey Jr. who played the fuck out of Tony Stark, uh, and so many people, it, it, I, it's, I, to the point, it's so many people that can kill a role, that one role, and it's stuck with them for life. And that's it. You know, you, you have those moments. Um, and Margot Robbie is, is starting to be up there in, in some kind of like, you know, with the at like doing anything because her and Harley Quinn matching up. And I thought that was a really good casting choice on that. It, it could have been Tara Strong or Arlene Sorkin. You know, playing Harley. Oh, hold on. Alright. Uh, yeah, Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn. That, again, that was a good casting choice. Uh, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. Give that woman her flowers. Give that woman her flowers. I think she was just amazing. Uh, Cassandra Peterson. If I'm correct on the name. Playing Elvira. For damn near 30 something years. Not touching that. Because she's the only one that could do it. 
and you have about two, I believe two to four people that have done exceptionally well as playing Mortish Adams. But that, you know, to me, people, I think it's about the casting choice and then how you basically, you know, see it in, in a sense. But Kate Beckinsale playing Celine throughout five, yeah, five Underworld movies within this franchise alone, amazing. It sucks we're not getting a sixth one, but you know what? I'll take the five. I think this finished out Celine's story. In a sense, I think it did. <clears throat> so, the sex scene happened after that, you know. Celine and Michael had to get out. They had to go, you know, they went to go see Tannis, you know, who's exiled and shit. So once they go see Tannis, Tannis looked at Celine like, oh, please, you couldn't have killed Victor. He's an elder. You couldn't have done it. She looked at Tannis like, really, bro? And he's like, oh, hold up, you know, Drew, like, what's good? You killed Victor? Only because he knew the truth. Exactly. Duh. And, um, so Tannis is telling them, like, all in the story, so pretty much you're looking for Alexander Corvinus. Find him and, you know, all his gravy. So Selene and Michael are gone. Tannis is taking his two bitches that he was screwing with, having a threesome with, and puts them down below. Marcus comes up, and Tannis really thought him running away from Marcus was going to help. It did not help at all. I'm sorry. So, you know, Tannis died. Because, you know, because Tannis tried to lie his way out of it now. And Marcus was not believing it. <clears throat> so, he gets a taste of Tannis' blood to see what's been going on. He noticed Tannis lied to him. So, he got what he needed. Tannis dies anyway. So, Michael and Selene are off to go see you know macro who is pretty much case in point you know alexander corvinus in a sense you know like the heck so they see him they have this little necklace this little pendant they see him and alexander's pretty much telling selene some shit that selene herself did not want to hear but it was a truth factor. And then Celine kind of looked at him and said, like, would you be able... Like, no. Alexander looked at her and said, would you be able to murder your... You know, would you be able to murder and kill one of your children? Would you be able to live with that? Of course, Marcus and William were the ones, the first two, to actually, like, you know... Marcus was the strongest of all the vampires. William was the strongest of all the lichens. Michael didn't matter because he's hybrid. So, you know, he just got turned into a hybrid. So, 
at the point he didn't matter at the time. So, Celine was just pretty much telling Alexander, you could have stopped all of this, and that's when the rebuttal shot back. Would you be able to kill one of your own children? And you couldn't. What could you have done? They're here. I brought them in. You want me to take them out too? The fuck is wrong with y'all? Couldn't be me. No. Couldn't be me. So, easing it down. Marcus finds out everything. He's coming after court, like Alexander. You know that. So, Marcus comes in. He gets Michael. Michael is trying to fight him, which ended horribly bad. Marcus picked up Michael and basically put a like put a hole in his like stomach chest like this little pike thing and he's just laying there bleeding the fuck out. And I believe you <laughs> can get some of that blood too. Celine comes down, shoots at him. And it's like to 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 protect Michael, but you know he was dead for a minute, like a good minute. And that just basically, and Marcus got what he needed from Celine. He got what he needed from her, and you know he kind of stopped, like gets her arm, like tags her arm, because like with this little uh, handle part on. Um, or on a wrist and he's sucking up all the blood and he's getting information from her by her blood on where William is buried so Marcus got that information he gonna go look for her. so Celine's in the water Marcus is going up to talk to his father I'm like oh hey daddy what's going on you know that ends badly and you know horribly so alexander gets hurt marcus gone to go do what he needed to do and the other soldiers are coming down celine's kind of upset because michael's not waking up she gave him her blood hopefully that'll wake him up and heal him but the the little gash hole in his stomach was too damn much like it god uh so the soldiers are coming like looking for him this lean put the gun on all of them was like what he's like yeah alexander wants to see you he, like he want he he's willing to work with you now so you know <clears throat> in this case and this is the one part of this on the scene in the movie that threw me for a loop Alexander gave Celine his blood and she asked what will this do to me like what will I become and he was talking about the future so Celine gets basically uh, Alexander's blood and it's like she has seen some shit because her eyes lit wide. And I'm like yo she has seen some shit. Like Alexander has been through centuries and centuries of wars and shit. Having a great grandiose time. You know 
he got to live to see it all happen. So when Alexander died, that basically cut the Corvinus line from the head because he was the head. So that cut him out because he died. Celine and I'm about to go look for the little chamber where they had William so they could, you know, eliminate him. So when they got to that part, <clears throat> you know, Marcus, you know, finds out stuff like that. They're having a little quarrel. And uh, so Celine out runs Marcus and he's kind of stuck there behind that wall and trying to figure out oh, how am I going to get in this? I need to get in this and everything. So I need to get in this. Alright, and, uh, whew, okay, it, both movies, I'm sorry, it was just, like, crazy good to me, oh my god, my throat is killing me, guys, I do apologize for this episode, like, my throat really is, like, seriously hurting, because, like, anytime I talk, so you're gonna hear me, like, kind of coughing and wheezing most of the time. So, apologies for that throughout this whole episode. Uh, what was I on? Okay. So, Celine and them are about to go and try to wake up William. You know, that crap went bad. That went south. So, you know, William's up. They're shooting all the other everybody and you know William has just got up so William don't know what the fuck is going on he's just looking to kill so that ends badly so William's killing everybody there Celine shooting at him Marcus again behind that wall hearing what's going on he's like oh they shooting at my bro I need to get in this I need to get in this. Let me go. Like, I, I need to be there. So, he's he's lifting up the door. He's, like, slowly lifting up the door. And, like... He, he's gonna get in there. <sighs> I'm sorry for that. I'm just really tired. Work was really busy today. Like, it was just really busy today. And so, you know, the, air, the people in the airplane shooting at uh, William, Marcus sees that <laughs> and said, and just took the little rope and pulled the whole helicopter down and pretty much just trying to, to kill everybody. Alright, again, by that happening, where is Michael? Up. Fighting. And shit. So he jumps down from the helicopter. Oh my god, my goddamn head. I'm so sorry, guys. This is cutting off from the part of switching this around. Michael wakes up. After ingesting Celine's blood, he's healed instantly. He wakes up, 
they're looking at like and the guys on the plane on the helicopter looking like okay where is he at there he is behind them he jumps he goes to get Celine and saves her pretty much from almost being killed by William yep and all that's going on and again Marcus is coming to the vicinity they're shooting at William pretty much so they're trying to kill William airborne and Marcus sees it while Celine as well is fighting him so it's like ayo what's going on and it, it was just a mess so it was pretty much basically Celine versus Marcus and William versus Michael so you had two vampires going at it and you had a hybrid and a wolf going at it so you had an like I said so when William had Mar Michael for a minute William had him for a minute until Michael ripped the head part off of William so William's dead so he's as good as dead. Marcus sees that. He's like, William! Like, no! And then he stabs Celine. Like, oh no, you thought you was going to kill my brother and think you going to get... You going to kill my brother and think shit gravy? No. I'm going to stab yo bitch. I'm going to take her life in exchange of you taking my brother's life no it ain't gonna fly like that so marcus and selena going out he stabs her and not realizing that selene has you know his dad's blood in her you know she breaks his little wind the, like the little stick part that was stabbing her she takes it out of her and jacks it up like from the chin and puts it in his head and then she like basically pushes him into the spinning helicopter blade that was still going on so Marcus is dead so that's two elders that Selene bodied <clears throat> instant with no hesitation and Michael took one one's head off from the strongest lichen you know supposedly there so that pretty much ended the Corvinus line in, in a sense but it kind of didn't because Celine got pregnant with her daughter at the time in a, I think awakening and then we're gonna cut into blood wars so yeah and so that concludes tonight's episode of the Underworld Underworld Evolution crap review. I do apologize if I have missed some parts of the movie, but that's okay. Because I think I covered basically all, like, some of the parts. But like I said, it was a review in my own words. I'm so sorry. And then off... Uh, and then I'm going to try and get through all the other reviews. I have like 30 
more episodes in my drafts right now, but I think I got about two more, about two more to post, um, with season two and then I'm done and then I'm going to currently work on season three. But like I said, I barely have any time to do podcasting like I used to. I barely have time to do those. You know, um, I got a new job interview coming up this week. I still have my yoga teacher training classes continuously going on this week. I have to be back and forth um, doing other stuff you know, teach my yoga classes, work on yoga poses, work on the podcast, work on cosplaying, um, being able to have enough energy to spend time with my son and my boyfriend, uh, and my friends and just getting to just try to have some time for me. So like, I don't go out like I used to um, with my friends and they understand that they, they totally understand that, uh, next week, the new, my hero movies coming out. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, and while I'm still on the topic of this week, yesterday was the Aries full moon. I didn't want to do a mini sode with that regarding that. But I might do it after this episode alone tonight. So yay. Uh, Yeah, so this is the Underworld Underworld Evolution Review. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am going to go ahead and post my Aries Full Moon mini-sode. And what nots and what to do during this little phase. Because energy is sucking right now. And that's it. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you soon.